Welcome to Total Health Transformation Podcast, hosted by Dr. Danny Scarhill. Dr. Danny is a doctor of chiropractic, an author, speaker, and trainer. And on the THT Podcast, he interviews other health experts to glean further insights that will help you achieve total health transformation. Welcome to the Total Health Transformation Podcast. My name's Dr. Danny Scarhill, the founder of dannyscarhill.com, the author of Total Health Transformation, the proven system to unlock limitless energy, motivation, and health, and the creator of the Total Health Transformation programs. Let's get straight into it on this episode. Welcome to this episode of the THT Podcast. I've got another fantastic guest for you, and today we have Dr. Belinda Ambrose. Now, Belinda was born in Australia. She grew up in Africa and the Middle East as well. Went to boarding school for three years in the UK, returning to Australia at the age of 14. Then she trained to be a chiropractor later on in her life in Australia. She's practiced both in Australia and now in the UK. Been in chiropractic practice for 28 years now. Uh, She set up two practices on her own from scratch. She has three ultra healthy children, never medicated any of them or taking any antibiotics either. She loves traveling and taking the kids on diverse cultural overseas adventures. And uh, she says they all love the great outdoors and the favorite pastime as a family is to go skiing in the Alps. Welcome to the THT podcast, Belinda. How are you doing today? Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Danny. That was a that was a super introduction. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. So tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Okay, so um, okay, so quite an interesting, and and it started quite early in life. But you know, we had um, a very adventurous um, lifestyle, if you like, or a very exciting life. In that, my father often took contracts overseas, which is why we ended up in Africa and the Middle East. So we we literally travelled around, and we went went to many far flung countries, exotic locations, and we had more adventure in a few short years than most people would dream of having over a lifetime. So it was an incredible experience. But the trouble was there was a fly in the ointment and the fly in the ointment was the fact that I suffered with chronic ear and throat infections. So otitis media and and tonsillitis and they kind of plagued me from from fairly early on. And my parents um, at the time did what most parents at the time did and potentially would still do today. And they would take me down to the local GP who would then take a cursory look into my ears and into my throat and then write out a prescription for medication. And invariably it was it was something like antibiotics. So I would take those and things would seem to settle down for a while until the next time. And then we would we would follow the same same route. So we did that. But the trouble with that was the infections were getting more and more frequent and they were getting more and more severe. And in the end, the drugs were having little or no effect whatsoever. But there was another outworking of that. My health started to decline in other areas. I started to become fatigued. I developed digestive problems. I ended up with eczema and things were were really on on the down. I remember this one particular occasion where we went to see a GP. I had a, a nasty ear infection again and was potentially the worst one I'd ever experienced. 
And he was absolutely horrified. And he looked in my ears. They were literally closing over. And he said, look, there's only one thing for it. We're going to have to insert these small bandages into your ears to keep the canals open. I've never heard of a procedure like that then. I've never heard of a procedure like that now. But anyway, that's what he did. And it was excruciating. And I remember screaming the place down. And, you know, I felt so sorry for him at the same time um, because he, he was genuinely concerned at my discomfort. But he must have been freaking out about what his patients in the reception area were thinking. Anyway, that was quite a defining moment. Shortly after that, um, I think my parents decided really that what we were subscribing to really wasn't working and there had to be a different way. And so we went to see a different type of practitioner and they were very holistic, vitalistic. The experience with them was entirely different and they took the time to go through a lot of information with me. There was a long line of inquiry about my diet about where we traveled, whether I'd had any vaccines or medications, um, you know, levels of stress, you know, just all sorts of things, um, which we, you know, seemed a bit, um, I don't know, maybe invasive at the time, but we thought, okay, we'll, we'll roll with it. And, and we did. And shortly after that, um, this person did something um, called adjusting the spine. So he adjusted the spine. And I started to get an, an immediate sense of relief. Now, whilst my, my health wasn't restored overnight, um, we decided to take up his offer of regular adjustments over a period of time. We had nothing to lose and potentially something to gain there. So that's what we did. And we signed up to that. And we also followed some very basic lifestyle and dietary advice. And not that long after, you know, I started to pick up you know, quite quickly, and my energy started to come back, my digestion started to improve, my skin started to settle down, and my infections got fewer and fewer until they disappeared altogether. And I can't remember the last time I had something like that. So it was quite an epiphany. As a result of that, my family just decided to sign up collectively, and we all went under chiropractic care. And it was just good for us. So that's that's what we did. And, and that's how, how things went. As a natural progression from that, I decided that that's what I wanted to study. So I went to university and um, started to, you know, on an undergraduate degree. Um, at the time, chiropractic and medical students studied together. So we did the three years together. And then I went on to do a master's degree at Macquarie Uni. So that was, that was my education and I hit the ground running. I started then practicing in Australia and I did that for two years as an associate to a wonderful chiropractor and learned so, so much from him. So he was a real role model for me. And then lastly moved over to the UK and I've been practicing here ever since. And it's really interesting because, you know, I'm coming up to the end of my third decade of practicing and I feel as passionate about chiropractic now as I did back then. And it's, you know, I've seen all ages, all, um, you know, from newborns to people in their 90s, you know, chiropractic is so inclusive. And I've seen people from all walks of life, you know, from Joe Next Door to Hollywood movie stars to elite athletes and superbike champions. And it's just been an incredibly diverse experience. And, you know, one of the interesting things people 
ask me or, or they, they, yeah, they're one of the things they ask me is, you know, well, you know, I've heard that um, chiropractic can help with X, Y, or Z. And can you treat this with me? And one of the things I say to them is, do you know, I have never, ever treated anybody for any condition whatsoever. And they kind of look at me slightly bug-eyed. And but those same people stay with me for years or they stay under chiropractic care for years because they feel so good. And that's kind of where, where we're at. And so, you know, that was my journey. And it was very, it was a very vocational decision for me to become a chiropractor. And I can't think of one single thing other than, you know, practicing chiropractic and helping as many people overcome their adversities in the same way that I had overcome mine without drugs, without medication, without surgery. Excellent. That's quite uh, quite some journey you've been on over the past uh, coming up to three decades. So along those um, over the last three decades, what are some of the biggest, I know you've alluded to some of them so far, but what were some of the biggest challenges you had with your health and what were the biggest lessons you learned from it more importantly? I think the, the biggest challenges came, um, really came from, um, it started very early on, you know, I had suffered with some birth trauma. And at the time, I don't think it was necessarily recognized that, you know, the birthing process itself, even under the most optimal conditions, could potentially have an adverse effect on your health there, right from the get go. The being is that your nervous system controls and governs every single function of your body, including your immune system and everything else. And your spine houses that nervous system. And providing that your spine is working optimally, it allows that communication between your brain and your body and your body and your brain to happen in a, a coherent and constructive way, which then has that positive effect on your physiology. So with the birthing process, it can cause a lot of stress to the spine. And if there is stress to the spine, that can adversely affect the free flow of the nervous system. And particularly at the top end of the spine, you know, this is a very, very neurologically rich area. And if things aren't working the way that they're supposed to, this can affect things in quite a dramatic way. Not necessarily very obvious at that time, but can manifest later in childhood as something else, such as I was describing in terms of my own health. So I think, you know, if we'd had more insight there, then, um, and, and perhaps I, I couldn't have had that insight at that age, but we might've been able to do something earlier, but certainly that led me to have that particular knowledge with my own children. And so when they were born, and actually before they were born, I was adjusted, but when they were born, you know, they were checked and adjusted accordingly so that we could deal with those problems right from the from the from those early points rather than let it become an issue. So I think that was one of the big learning things um, there. And, and, and then I was able to have that kind of impact on my, my own family in that sort of preventative way. Uh, did that answer your question? I think it did, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I can see how passionate you are about chiropractic. Obviously, I've known you for quite a long time and it's uh, great to see you so animated talking about it three decades in practically. What is it that drives you today and why would that be, Belinda? Do you know, I, I honestly think it's just passion, passion and belief in, in what I do and how we can make that impact on so many people. Um, I never feel like, I've done enough. I never feel like I've seen enough people. Um, it's I think it's it's that driving passion because of my own personal experience. You know, I've I've lived that experience, and I want people to be able to be able to enjoy that experience and turn their lives around and and create health for the long term. Excellent, good stuff. Uh, so, in terms of. Um the clients that you've seen and um, you mentioned a few um, movie stars and uh, super bike champions. Who were, who were they? If you don't mind sharing those. I can't say. I really, <laughs> neither of them. No. No worries. We'll, 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 we'll keep that. I, I would love that. to be, I'd love to be dropping names. So I just, uh, I just, um, yeah. No worries. We'll keep that uh, closely guarded secret still a secret then not a bother uh, so in terms of um the best ways to boost your immune system naturally in your experience if you were to list like three things what would they be okay well chiropractic has to be right up there you know if, if your nervous system is compromised then you're off to a you know on, on the back foot already so really and truly you need to be regularly adjusted you need to have a clear nervous system and you're already in a very good position but i think what it's, it's quite an interesting question right now danny because of the current climate that we're we're living in and i think health has become very much in the foremost of everyone's minds and how to build immunity and what can you do to protect yourself and you know stay healthy one of the big things that I've always advocated, always, always is a good diet. You know, it's it's been a passion for a very long time to eat healthy and I'm, I'm a great fan of the ketogenic diet, um, low carbohydrate diet. You know, I think that's a, that's a very good um, way of eating. But that aside, you know, there are certain vitamins that particularly, depending on where you live, you can be quite deficient in. And one of them, particularly as vitamin D3 and K2 for that matter, the two things go together and they're companion vitamins. You can't really have the same efficacy taking one without the other. But vitamin D, particularly important when you live in the UK and the further north you go, the less sunshine we get. And vitamin D is absolutely essential in building immunity. And I think that's widely recognized now. It's not something that people would, would, would laugh at anymore. It's, 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 it's quite widely accepted. So certainly that's, that's high on, on the list. Now, I, I know you said three things, but I, I think that there's more to it than that. You know, keeping your body physically fit is absolutely essential. And that will undoubtedly boost, boost your um, immune system. But what I, what I think with a lot of these lifestyle things, if you have chiropractic care as your foundation, you're more likely to spill over into doing these other things that becomes a very sort of organic and um, natural part of, of, of your lifestyle. And I think if I was to think of a, a couple of other things, I would definitely be looking at vitamin C, 
You know, it's one of the things that people never get enough of and a positive mindset. You know, I think that's that's crucial, absolutely crucial to have a, a positive mindset with a positive focus. Um, you know, all that that has that's hugely impactful on your ability to stay healthy or or get well if you if you're currently not. Absolutely, couldn't agree more with all of the things you listed there. It's it's really simple in there, but what you don't know, sorry, you don't know what you don't know, and a lot of people don't know it. Um, so if you were to do anything differently, if you were to live your life over again in terms of your health journey, what would you do differently and what would the reasons for that be? Oh, um, perhaps not being quite so rebellious <laughs> in my 20s <laughs> and going off the rails quite as much as I did. Uh, but you know what? Hey, ho, it's it's all it, it's it's it creates the person that you are you know, having those life experiences. So perhaps maybe I would have tempered it slightly, but I think fine-tuning my diet more and, and earlier, I, I wish I had, had had the knowledge to be able to do that. But again, that comes with experience and, and continued learning and you never stop learning. You know, every day you learn something new, you never arrive. The journey is the journey. You're never going to get to Nirvana, but that's the whole point. It's about growth. And so I think perhaps that uh, learning to exercise in the correct way, but again, you know, things change with, with the decades, you know, one thing's, you know, advocated in one day and then there's something else and, and you do what you know is right at the time until you know something better and then you'll do something different. So it's, it's kind of a hard decision. It's, it's, it's a hard uh, question to answer because I think you do what what you think is right and what's available to you in terms of knowledge at the time and obviously that's constantly evolving and changing but as long as you keep up with that I think that's what matters absolutely good stuff so you talked a little bit about earlier on about positive mindset how how or how would you describe the importance of the relationship between our emotions and the choices we make day to day. Okay, yeah. Well, the, this is a, this is a very interesting one, and I think it's hugely, hugely important. And you know, your em emotional state, if if you like, very much dictates the choices that you make in your life, including the choices that you make about your health. And for example, I'll, I'll just keep it relevant to to you know to clinical stuff but i when i see somebody in the practice it's really important for me to know whether they've come there on their own volition or whether they've been browbeaten into coming by somebody else who wants it for them and if it's the second instance and they're doing it just to make somebody else happy i already know right from the get-go they're not doing it for themselves they're not making the choice for themselves their mindset's not in the right place to create healing and it's going to be a real tough gig from there if someone comes in on their own volition they made that that decision and they've got to a point where the pain in their life and i'm not talking about necessarily physical pain but i'm talking about their inability to be able to do the things that they enjoy like play with the kids like you know play with the grandchildren like play golf or whatever it is when that pain has become intolerable and enough is enough that's got to change it's got to happen 
that's when they that they, they they make that that decision and they have that breakthrough to to come and get some help. Now I know when I'm working with somebody like that that their mindset is already in that place and they are they're going to get well. They're determined to get well. So it makes a big difference and you you can kind of work that out right from right from the beginning. But in in choices in life, I guess you have to have a, that sort of emotional fitness, which really, it gets developed in, in, in three ways. It, it depends on what your focus is like. And I'll give you an example of that. You know, if you focus on the things that you can do rather than the things that you can't do, if you focus on the things that you have rather than the things that you don't have, that's, that's very, very important. And our sec the second thing I think that really dictates an emotional fitness is your physiology and your, your physical state. And that's why I'm so passionate about chiropractic and about exercise because it changes that physical state. And if you change the physical state, you, you, you root the mind and the spirit. But the third thing is, is the language that you use and the things that you tell yourself and your belief system. And if you believe life is crap, then it's gonna be crap. If you believe that it's something else and you use the language according to those beliefs, then that's going to change things for you. So that those three things really create that emotional fitness. And when you have that emotional fitness, that then creates a, a shift in attitude. And by the way, you can train yourself to get that emotional fitness or that positive mental attitude. So that will then lead to that attitude shift, which is going to allow you to make a better decision and is going to shape your destiny in the long term. So I, I know that was quite a long-winded answer there, but I, I, think, I think I answered your question. You did indeed, yeah, thank you for that. So um, if you were to give somebody one tip on how to change, I loved your, the phrase you used, emotional fitness. If you were to give a person one step to get started on improving their emotional fitness, what would that one step be? You know, I would I would just do those those three exercises that I that I just talked about in terms of, of focus, you know, is start to concentrate on the blessings and be grateful for the things that you have in your life. Focus on the things that you can control in your life, not the things that you can't control. I think you need to focus on the present and you need to focus on the future, not live in the past. So I think changing the direction of your focus is really important and it, it takes effort and it takes application and you have to kind of write it down sometimes and, and, and look at those things, but definitely keeping, um, you know, a gratitude diary or waking up first thing in the morning and thinking, right, crikey, what am I grateful for today? And just thinking about those, those things. Also, um, if you're not exercising, you're not doing it regularly, and this has been a big, big, big thing just recently with, with lockdown and all the rest of it, but people just aren't getting out. And, you know, if you've got two feet and you can walk, then you just need to go for a walk. You just need to change, change it up, do something different with your physiology, get up and do 50 star jumps or whatever it is to break that state, then that's certainly going to, to improve things and doing that consistently and regularly is gonna make a big difference. And obviously, you know, creating belief systems and, and creating new stories for yourself and a compelling, creating a compelling future and, and making some goals you know, that's going to also challenge your, um, 
your mindset into to something that's going to be more positive for 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 the for the um, for the future. Love that. Some uh, real uh, gold nuggets of information in there. Thanks for that, Belinda. Good stuff. So I know you're really okay. busy in practice. What have you got coming up for the next um, twelve months? What are you? What are your goals in the? In the, of the next okay right so they're quite massive um but you know we've been building the practice and um we've just been super super busy there and that has that's been it's been phenomenal actually over this last year we've we've really gone through the roof there um so just continuing to build the practice i'd, I'd like to to make to take some associates on you know and that's something that's definitely on the horizon and i'm potentially looking at uh scaling and 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 purchasing another practice so i'm i'm looking into that at the moment and you know shortly to complete or, or exchange rather and complete on a project a, a, a big renovation project as well so you know just keeping keeping busy and and you know, I think most importantly as a mother is just keeping the kids on track and focused with their schoolwork and, you know, just trying to, to, to keep life on an even keel for them um, them as well. So quite a lot going on, actually. Excellent. Sounds exciting. <laughs> that, 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 that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Good stuff. Excellent. Well, I know you're really, really busy. So thank you for taking out the time to be with us on the THT podcast today, Belinda. It's very much appreciated. You're welcome. It's been it's been really good of you to have me here today, and I'm, I'm you know I have to apologise for all the the little household noises that you can hear. But the kids are at home; they're on half term, <laughs> and I have nowhere to hide. <laughs> no worries at all. Excellent stuff. So, if someone wants to reach out and find out a bit more about you or connect with you, where's the best place for them to find you? Okay, so I've got a website. Um, my practice is called Aligned Chiropractic and we're in Hexham in Northumberland. I also have a YouTube channel under my name, Belinda Ambrose. I do a little podcast as well, you, which you can find uh, un, under my name. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm about, and if you just, if you Google, then you're possibly going to find something there um, and you can get in touch that way. Excellent. Thanks again, Belinda. And, uh, You're we'll welcome. Have you soon. Yes, have a super day. And yourself. You've been listening to the THT podcast with myself, Dr. Danny Scarhill. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, or any one of the other outlets where we stream. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash total health transformation. You can also find more information about myself on my website, dannyscarhill.com where you'll find lots of fantastic information and some free products for you as well. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. All the best. You've been listening to Dr. Danny Scarhill on the Total Health Transformation Podcast, helping you to eat, move and think on purpose. See you on our next episode.